Come on. Welcome to Life Club. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Joe Vyrie. Joe, are you ready to do this? I am. Thanks, George. Excited to have you on. Joe is a managing partner at United States U.S. Tax Advisors Group, Inc. He's working with real estate investors, helping them save hundreds of thousands of dollars on taxes. Joe, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, my personal life is I live in San Diego, California. I'm actually one of the few that was born here. And um, basically, I'm from an entrepreneurial background. When I was in college, I started a business. I owned that for 20 years. It was not in um, the financial arena that I'm in now. It was in actually the travel business. And then I segued, sold the business in 2000, got involved working with the California Association of Realtors. And then in 2007, the, the California Association of Realtors, as well as the real estate industry, took a dive off the, the, the cliff. And um, I was asked to join the cost segregation industry. I had a few clients who um, had to write a check for 50000 to the IRS, and I was able to prevent them from doing that or to get, have them keep the money. And so then when um, the real estate market melted down, I uh, went right into becoming a cost segregation specialist. And then I have a, uh, I'm not married now, but I have uh, a, one girl, Jordan, as, as a child. And then I have family and friends in, uh, in California and, and they're uh, important to me. Love it. Nice. Sorry. So cost segregation. I don't know that uh, when, when, when you tell people that, do they know what that means? No. No, even accountants don't know what I mean. I mean, I'm, I'm being a little tongue in cheek, but right now today, uh, accountants should know what cost segregation is. When I first started in 2007, people thought it was a scam and they, they had no idea what I was talking about. But nowadays it is so, um, it is so important to, to most uh, investors who own real estate that most accountants, if not 100%, are gonna at least know how to spell cost segregation but there's still very few clients in accountants that apply um, cost segregation, and it, it's really valuable. So give us a give us a breakdown of what it is. Okay, it, you know it, I work in an in, in an industry which is I think easy to explain, but it's very difficult to um, to do. Uh, we're an engineering based company, so I don't give tax advice. So we're not here for taxes. We, we apply engineering studies uh, to reduce or eliminate income taxes. The primary one is cost segregation. And what it, what it is, is that the IRS recognizes through the concept of depreciation that the owner of real estate, investment real estate, not primary residence, that's not depreciable, but investment real estate um, are using up their buildings right before their eyes. And uh, you don't have, if you own real estate and you look down at the carpet, you understand the carpet is wearing out and will need to be replaced you know, at some point in time. Well, there are hundreds of building components that the IRS um, gives shorter lives to because they know that they're not gonna last. So if you take the easy way to uh, calculate depreciation, a child can do it. What you do for residential is you take the building basis and you divide by 27 and a half years for, um, for commercial buildings, it's 39 years. 
So my value proposition is really simple. I will ask the client, do you want to have your depreciation um, expense over 40 years? Or would you rather have it all up front me giving it to you now to wipe out, eliminate, and, and for you to save um, your income taxes? And as savvy investors almost always say, I want my depreciation expense now. So what we do is we accelerate the depreciation expense so the clients get that big bump the year they apply my uh, study. Nice. And so you say a savvy investor wants it all up front. Why is that? Just Well, it, because they know the time value of money. So yeah, you could wait 39 years to get your little depreciation expense every year for 39 years. But the savvy investor goes, why am I going to write a check out to the IRS for 50 100 is that's all we're doing is we are, are, are telling the IRS that we are going to take this deduction in this year and we want to save on income taxes. It's completely above board. And even for small, small um, single family home, I can save them. Um, um, I can give them the smart investor. They get, you know, they get distracted and they, they don't do it. The smart ones understand the power of, of having a dollar today. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, all right. So you talked about how it's an engineering study. Um, is, is that because that's how the IRS refers to it as? They said, look, if this is the way you want um, the building owners to depreciate their buildings, then tell them. So basically, it took them years. But in 2004, they published the audit technique guidelines for cost segregation, which I invite anybody who can't sleep at night to go and get that 200-page document. And basically what the IRS says is the number one methodology for doing what we do is by having an engineer do the work. And the reasons are very simple. You know, I can point to the carpet and you know that's carpet, but I will ask any accountant or any property or most property owners, do you know what's on the other side of that wall? Do you know what's up above uh, the, the, the ceiling? Do you know what's down below? And, and, and all of that. Do you know the rules and regulations of how all this stuff works? And of course they don't. So that's why you need an engineer because engineers, construction engineers know how buildings are, are built and they know all of the components in the building and what is legally allowed to be accelerated. Got it. So for each case, uh, for each one of your clients, for each scenario, a new study needs to be done or are you able to rely on previous studies? No, it's one and done, and, and I would not uh, rely on a previous study. So basically, when somebody acquires a building, or if they bought a building within the last 15 years, we can do a look-back study. And that's a misconception. A lot of people, they think it's only for tax year 2021. I can go back to tax year 2007, eight and still make the magic work. Uh, that's a look-back study. And all we need to do on a look-back study is we need to take into account the depreciation they've already taken using straight line for those um, for those 15 years, and then um, um, calculate how much I'm going to accelerate. And if it makes sense after we deduct what they've already taken, then the client will most likely move forward. Um, so we can do look back studies, and we can do current um, um, current tax year studies. Right now we're in tax year 2021, so we'd be looking at any properties that were acquired in 21. 22 is, is, of course, possible, except that your taxes for 22 
won't be filed until next year. So it's not imminent. It's not, not where, you know, people need to do it, but they do need to do it for tax year 2021. If they, if they're an entity, the, the tax deadline is March 15th. So that, that property is off the table unless they file an extension, but filing an extension is not a big deal. But um, if you're going to try and apply my results for March 15th, I will tell you, you can't. <laughs> no time. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So when, when you're talking to other advisors, professional advisors, or potential or property owners or potential clients, are, are, are most of them just assuming I can just do a little bit at a time and that's what they're doing sort of on their own? Uh, it, it doesn't really work that way, but um, like I said, I think what happens in my world is that accountants and a lot of people just don't want to get anybody else involved in, in the whole you know, discussion. So the easy way out is just divide by 27 and a half and I don't need Joe. Well, yeah, you can do that, but then you're going to pay all this income tax that you didn't need to pay. And so then, um, you know, they, they kind of understand that, you know, if they really want to take advantage of accelerated depreciation, they really need an expert who knows what they're doing and can defend their work unless the IRS, in case the IRS asks them to defend, you know, if they have any questions. Right now in this day and age, in, in, in 2022, cost segregation will not create uh, any questions by the IRS. It is that well known that, that, that they're not going to say, oh, cost segregation, let me look into your tax return. Absolutely not. Now, what they may do is they may look at the tax return for another reason. They may see that they did cost segregation and the aggressive agent for the IRS might go, well, let's take a look at what you did. Well, we're happy to answer their questions because we do everything by the book. And if they have any questions, I say, just get me on the phone and I can talk to the IRS agent and the questions will be answered. End of story. Appreciate that. Yep. Is that, and that's a perfectly natural thing, is fear of the IRS and not wanting to run afoul of rules. Is that the most common reason that people say, ah, you know what, Joe, this sounds great, but I think I'm just going to keep doing it the way I've been doing it? Uh, You know what? I think the number one reason is that even in this day and age, people just don't know they can do it. Hmm. You know, the, you, you, look, you, you listen to the news and remember when the, the Trump Tax um, Act came about a couple of years ago, um, you know, nobody really even understood what they were granting to, um, to, to real estate. They gave a lot of benefits, but the average person, they don't even understand what was in that tax bill. There's a lot of good things that were in that tax bill for people who own real estate. And a lot of them just don't know it. And, and accountants, in my opinion, are great people. I love accountants, but their main job is to file a tax return. A lot of them, they don't think their main job is to, is to know that, that how they can save money on, on the tax return. They just know how to file it. So I think the main reason is people just don't know that, that I exist. They don't know that accelerated depreciation exists, and they certainly don't know how to do it. Right. It makes sense that... A lot of the times it's probably let's just leave well enough alone and not upset the apple cart. Things are going pretty good. So let's just keep, keep good going kind of a thing. All right. So you mentioned um, $50,000 at one point. Is there, I guess you could just look at it from an average home value uh, perspective or, or, or business and then just do the math or um, is, is there a cap? How does that, 
Well, there, no, there's no cap. But um, what we do to, to alleviate a lot of these, these questions, and we don't charge for this, is we do an estimate. And so what we need to do is gather some, some information on the property. And then we, I talk to the engineer. We, we, we um, look at the time involved because our fee is based on time. So we look at what kind of property it is, where it's located, and all the factors that we need to, to look at. And then we will give them an estimate. And in the estimate that I give, most of the time we have a value proposition. And the value proposition is a simple concept. I'm saying to the client, look, if you give me $1, what are you going to get for that dollar? What I like to see is at least 10 times what, what I charge them in my fee. So if I charge them a dollar, I want them to save $10 in income taxes. So I use the same, um, the same idea in, in um, what I do. And then I, I advise them to go back to their accountant and then talk to the accountant and say, okay, Joe's going to give me X amount in accelerated depreciation. Mr. Accountant, do I need it? Now, why is that a, a, an important question? Because I don't know the, the situation for the individual taxpayer. And so I can't answer that question. And to be honest with you, really, a lot of people don't pay income taxes. There's a lot of benefit to owning real estate. They may not need me if they're not paying income taxes. If somebody says, I'm not writing a checkout to the IRS, I would say, don't do it. You know, don't, don't bother doing it. So what I do is if somebody wants to kind of get an idea, I will tell you for, re for, for residential, if they know their building basis and building basis is relatively simple. It's simply how much did you pay for the property? How much did you allocate to land? And the leftover is building basis. So if we use $120,000 single family home, you deduct uh, 20,000 for land, I, I'm dealing with a basis of 100,000. If they wanna use 20, about 25%, it's a little high, but just to, for easy math, 25%, that's about how much I'm going to give them in additional accelerated depreciation for that tax year. So I'm going to give them about $25,000. So obviously, if it's a million-dollar commercial building, I'm going to give them a $250,000 um, additional depreciation for that tax year. That's a huge amount of money. Even the $25,000 for a $120,000 home, that's a huge dent in their tax bill if it doesn't wipe it out entirely. Yeah, that certainly makes sense. And to your point, if you're not actually paying income tax in a given year, uh, then that probably doesn't make sense. Right. Would it carry forward potentially? Oh, yeah. Now, that's one, one good concept that a lot of folks don't understand is that look at it like a bank account. One of the things you can't do is you can't time depreciation. So in other words, if I give you on the million dollar building $250,000, and let's say you only need $100,000 to zero out your taxes, you've still got $150,000 in your bank account. But what you can't do is you can't tell the IRS, well, I only want to take 50,000. No, you have to take the maximum allowed to wipe out your income taxes. The above and beyond will just simply carry over into the following year and the following year and the following year until your bank account of depreciation is used up. So that's one thing. I mean, you really can't get hurt by, by accelerating your depreciation because it carries forward. And even if you sell the property, um, it'll carry forward and it can be applied to the taxation when you sell a property. Now, those who sell property for cash are the ones I'm talking about. If you do a 1031 exchange, that's not an issue. 
if you pass on and your, your, your children get the, the property, again, that's not an issue. The only issue comes about is if you're selling a property for cash. And what we tell our clients is that because of the concept of depreciation recapture is that, you know, they really shouldn't um, do cost segregation unless they're planning on holding the property for two years. They're not going to hold the property. If they're flippers or they're going to hold the, they're going to sell the property next year. I would tell them, don't do it because you have to pay me. And, and if you're only going to hold it for that long, you know, it, it's probably not going to pencil out very well. So, you know, because you are going to have to pay some of this depreciation uh, back when you, when you sell the property for cash. The good thing about cost segregation, though, which is let, very few people know, is that cost segregation reduces your depreciation recapture. Now, that's a very complicated process that I'm talking about. So if anybody wants to understand what I'm referring to, they would need to contact me and I can have that discussion because few accounts understand how cost segregation reduces depreciation recapture. Nice. So. Well, Joe, the people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Uh, I suggest, um, well, there's a couple of tips, but number one is, I think this is really important. If you are involved in investment real estate, get an accountant who knows real estate. There's a lot of great, wonderful accountants out there, but if they don't, if they're not savvy in real estate principles, um, it's not worth doing it with somebody who doesn't understand how to spell depreciation, doesn't understand 1031 exchanges, doesn't understand 3115 changing. You know, I mean, there's so many concepts out there. The number one tip is do yourself a favor and get somebody who understands how um, real estate works in, in the tax world. Uh, because again, a lot of times you don't want somebody who's just filing a piece of paper. You want somebody who's proactive and can help you save money. So that's my tip. Well, I think that, that is great stuff. It definitely gets, come on. Yeah, it's fascinating in the world of, of finance, but specifically in the world of tax and accounting, just how how specialized certain segments are. And this certainly is an area that you better know what you're doing. So let me interrupt for just one brief second is we do a couple different types of studies. And the reason I mentioned single family, because there may be some savvy investors out there that are going like, wait a minute, my accountant said it's not going to work for a single family home. Well, the reason it won't work is because if I do a detailed engineering study, that means a building that has a basis of, a, of over a million dollars, I've got to fly to that property and we've got to document all the building components. But we also offer a modeling technique where we're not going to fly to the property. We do everything with our algorithms and our software, and it's still done by an engineer, but we don't go out to the property and we don't inspect it. So we can do those very cost effective. And I can do a single family home as, as in the example that you purchased for $120,000. And I can give that owner the $25,000 tax bump. So we're one of the very few that, de- that do these type of studies. Nice. I love it. Thanks. Well, Joe, thank you for coming on. How, how can people engage with you? How can they get in touch to, uh, to, to get one of those estimates you were talking about earlier? I think the easiest way is go to the website. It's U.S. Tax Advisors Group Incorporated, but the easy way is U-S-T-A-G-I, U-S-T-A-G-I.com. And bottom line is they will get our contact information. So if they want to call me and, and, and talk to me about any of these strategies, any of these concepts, uh, I've been doing this since 2007, and there is very few things revol- involving depreciation 
that I don't know. So if somebody just wants some information, I invite, invite them, pick up the phone, give me a call and I'll help them. Love it. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Joe your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas or is a real estate investor, certainly. Go to USTAGI.com and check out the great resources and take Joe up on his offer to have a conversation about cost segregation and depreciation. Thanks again, Joe. All right, George. Thank you very much. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.